Welcome to Fun is Fundamental. Fun is Fundamental is a podcast for those who realize that the enjoyment of life is about having something deep in our souls which lights our fire. It's for those who maybe have lost that fire and feel like they are missing out on the pleasures of life. In each episode, I will share recent fun activities and focus on why having fun is essential for good health. I'm your host, Alenia, and I invite you to take this journey with me and join the pleasure-seeking movement. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. I'm so excited to put a little yay in everyone's day today or in their ears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's always, I, I mean, just generally, it's always nice to have these conversations. So yeah, um, I guess first, would you like to tell us about the Fire, Firefly Scout and what your mission is with it? Uh, the mission of Firefly Scout is to really encourage the dreamer to come out in all of us and to like know that we have an inner light that speaks to us and that we're, we're meant to let it shine in the world. And we need to uncover that about ourselves and have the courage and confidence to share it. And that means in just the everyday, it doesn't always mean in the big, bold moments, but just just little bits of everyday magic and you can really brighten someone's day by just being yourself and, you know, sharing that with the world. I like your, I like the name. Uh, I think the name uh, really represents what you are, you know, trying to help people do. So yeah, I like it. How did, how did it get, how did you get started with Firefly Scout? It started out of my own journey of like, kind of feeling a little bit lost after I hit like all of those life milestones that, you know, you're supposed to do of like, you know, career, family, house, husband, you know, like I did the things I was like successful. Um, But when you kind of hit those, I was like, well, what now? Like, what's that next overarching goal? And you know, motherhood takes a lot out of you and it really shows you a lot about yourself. And I've always been curious about personal growth, but at this point in my life, it came, became clear, like, I, I want to know, like, what's next? What is the magic that's so like in me and how can I like use that more in the world? So it became like a personal growth journey of like, what do I like? What, what really lights me up and how can I like have more of that in my life? And so it became just my own exploration of figuring that out. And then realizing this is a problem. A lot of people have, like they get stuck. They don't know what to do next. Um, that maybe the goals that society puts on them really aren't for them and they don't know how to even name what they really want in life. So it's just, it became something to really encourage people to be their full selves and to live a life that lights them up in whatever way that looks like for them. Um, I guess like what, what do you think are some of like the roadblocks that um, are keeping people from being able to discover those things? It is most likely your own self like because we carry a lot of stories about who we're supposed to be um, especially like as people pleasers and being a good girl type mentality like not wanting to rock the boat we really have trained ourselves to put our feelings second or to not even feel them and to put our needs behind everyone else's and so we really just become our own biggest block to that because ultimately like you have free will, you have agency in your life, but if you don't give that to yourself, then nothing happens. You're re- waiting on other people and other people are not looking out for you in the way that you look out for you. And so you find helpers along the way, the world's of you know, a beautiful place for that. But ultimately you have to be the one that is guiding your journey because it's yours. 
And that is ultimately what is holding you back. And that's really hard to admit that you are the most culpable person in this. Um, But once you can really understand that you have agency, you can claim that for yourself and really live those dreams in your heart, the world opens up to you. Yeah, it's like scary to like, like be like, oh, it's, it's, it's my, like, I have, you know, the power, but it's like, but you also, you are, you also have the power. You're not, you know, a victim of, you know, what other people want for you or, you know, of, or like, you don't have to like bend down to what society says for you or, you know, like, yeah. So it's empowering, but also scary. It is like, I've had my moments of like, where I have like a really clear vision slash feeling of like where this is going like the ultimate extension of like everything that I believe could happen and like I feel that all at once and be like oh my god that is like amazing but so scary and so it's in those moments you can really decide like that's not for me that's too much I can't handle it or you can be like that is exactly where I'm heading And I trust that I can figure it out by following what I know lights me up and taking aligned action toward it. Mm -hmm. Well, and also like, it's not like, you know, things happen like super fast, you know, it's like you just take small steps and you can slowly can change and you can like adapt to it as it changes as opposed to just like overnight your life is just going to be completely different and you're gonna be like who am I where am I (laughs) yeah yeah like there are those like tragic life moments where yes your identity shifts like so suddenly but most of life is really like the small everyday shifts and decisions and choices that you make and how you choose to view the journey that you're on is it's really not about the destination. It's like who you are and what you experience along the way. Earlier, you had talked about the daily a a little bit. Um, how, you know, how does it, how does that work? And how does one make time for it in their day? Well, the daily yay is really just about noticing the small little moments of yay in your day. Like, you know, life is what you notice. And if you carry like one lens through your day, like you'll miss so much of what happens around you. But if you intentionally know that you're looking for just at least one thing, one moment, one glimpse throughout your day that really like made your heart light up or gave you hope or made you laugh. Just something that added a little bit more glow to your day. When you carry that lens knowing you, you want to find that every day, at least once you find it and your whole life can change because you start noticing more of the good around you, even if it's just this little bit and then taking the moment to write it down So you have like this list that you can go back to and that act of pausing long enough to write it out. I really recommend doing it in your own handwriting versus typing it because your handwriting shows a lot too. So it's kind of interesting to see like how your handwriting can change like day to day, just as you write like a one sentence little thing. But it's just, and making that a practice, is it something that you reflect on in the morning about the day before? Is it something you do at the end of the day? It's a form of like a gratitude practice, but it's really just noticing something in your life that's like, gives you a boost, a little yay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it worded in a different way. Like, obviously, I, I believe in gratitude and things like that. But I find that like, so often when I'm like, oh, what am I grateful for? I, I just like kind of will say like a lot of the same like 10 things all the time. And it's just like, it's not really at, after a while, it doesn't really add anything because you're just like, 
yes, I am luckier than a lot of people <laughs> like that kind of thing, but it's not really like, um, unique, like to that day or like, you know, it doesn't like have like the same, like lighting up as it seems like the daily, yay, you know, would. Yeah. It, it doesn't tell as much of a story. Like, of course I'm grateful for my family and my home and my health and like even when it's not like going the best, I'm still grateful for what I have and have a, I have that same kind of like tough relationship with a gratitude practice. So I try to think of it as like an appreciation, like I have an appreciation for things because that can have a whole range of feelings, right? You can appreciate something, but not always like have it feel comfortable with mm -hmm. you, but having the daily yay part of it is just more focused on something that really like lights you up and those pieces that you notice can tell more of a story of like what your interests are what maybe you would maybe want to look into more if you're noticing like oh like my biggest yay was you know when I saw acts of kindness or when I laughed or when I you know busted out a dance move you know like it can help you see part of yourself a bit better too yeah. I remember I was on um a call. I don't remember what it was exactly, but it's like she kind of was like saying this thing in a way that like I was like tearing up. It was like so beautiful. But that like we never see ourselves the way other people see us, you know, and like cuz like from the inside we're like, oh, there's not like a lot of times we're like, oh, I'm, you know, there's not really much like special about me blah 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 you know all these things but like other people like saw how your light your face lights up when you see you know a puppy or like you know like they see like these things of you that you will never see and like you know she just said it in like such a way that it was just like oh that's like you know and so I feel like you know kind of like having like those moments to like really re remember like those like really bubbly moments that are like you know um yeah I think that like in a way it obviously you didn't actually see yourself from the outside but like it's just like you see like your the things about yourself that are like you know joyous and you know I I don't know I'm having a hard time really <laughs> articulating well, it creates like bits of evidence of the things that are special to you that really make your heart feel light. Um, and yeah, maybe it's not completely introspective, but if you have that list of things, you're like, wow, like I really tend to like, like these were the highlights of my days. Like, and I'm in a tough season right now. Can I like have five of those moments in a day? Can I notice more? Like then you can really start to shift your whole energy because you're starting you know more of what you really enjoy and maybe you can start to like build more of that into your day. So it's all like introspective without being introspective, I guess, when you have that list. So, I mean, it starts out as just like something fun, but it can actually go really deep when you have this, you know, collection of evidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are some like other tools that you that you have found help people to discover who they are and who what they like and who they want to be like, you know, to like do that on that journey to find those things? Uh, well, if you can't tell, I love lists <laughs> and writing <laughs> things down. So a way to like go deeper with that exercise would be just to start making categories of like things you like or don't like or things you want more or less of in your life and then when you have that written out then you can kind of start to see like oh like I you know I function better when I have more of this like if I uh, like maybe I need more structure in my life like that would actually help me <laughs> or uh, like of course like the big things like less stress, more sleep, but like 
maybe you start to take it seriously. Like, okay, well, if you want less stress, what is that stress? Is it stress because you're always running late? Is it stress because you don't feel prepared? Is it stress because you have a lot of fraudy feelings about it? Like you don't feel confident that you can do the things. Do you want more like do you need more alone time? Do you need less alone time? You know, like, do you need more interaction with people? Like it's, you can start to unpack like more subtle aspects of who you are and kind of like fill in the picture. Like really it'll help start to define the edges of who you are, like your outline. And then you can keep filling it in as you go deeper into those lists, or maybe you come up with other lists, but it's, an easier place to start by just naming the things you do and don't like and want more or less of. And then just kind of like play with it from there. Yeah. I like that. Cause it's, um, I mean, when we define things, I feel like we have a better, like it's better for us. Like we we're very, um, you know, we like to put order things you know, kind of thing. And so when we, like, when we just think of ourselves, it's like, sometimes just like, there's just so much I can't, you know, but if you like, really like break it down. Yeah, I feel like that could help. Yeah. And if you can break it down into like, feelings or sensations or moments too, like, like whatever comes up, those categories kind of bring up for you then that can like really flesh it out than just more of like a to-do list type thing. Like you want to feel more happy or like more moments of joy, not just, I want to be happier. Like, okay, who doesn't? But like, if you like kind of combine that with your daily yays of like, oh, like that kind of thing is what actually makes me the most happy. Like I have a thing for like punny jokes, like dad, corny dad jokes, like that cracks me up. Like that's the kind of like, so like I can tell myself a joke or I can Google one a day or uh, like now my kids love to tell jokes. So like I have way more jokes in my life now that I kind of know, like that's my kind of humor. So like, what can we do? Or like, these are some like my most favorite songs. And so I know like when I need a boost, like this is the song to turn to. So like, like those are like the good vibes I can put into my life or like less like with um, when I had my corporate job and a family and a husband who traveled, it was really hard to have like manage some deadlines. So I had on my le- list of like less stringent deadlines in work. And I was able like once I could like articulate that to myself, then I was able to like find a solution for that like I was, without having to really bring up and say oh I can't do deadlines <laughs> because that doesn't sound so good but mm-hmm. being able to know like that is something I needed less of to make my life easier in that season then mm-hmm. I was able to find a way like oh I love doing this stuff at work I could do more of this and that was like relationships and calls and like um more like strategic problem solving versus like deadline based. Um, And I was able to like make some shifts in my job because of it without having to say like, I can't do these things, but because I also knew what I wanted more of or could take on more of, I could navigate it. So if whatever you get on the one side, you can also see the other to find the solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. What are some things that inspired you on your journey? I think just knowing deep inside that there's something more that I could do. Like this wasn't my whole life type thing. Like even though I've created a beautiful life, I just could tell that there is more to do. And so trusting that intuition, that intuitive voice that's like letting me know that there's more in my heart to expand on. Like that was truly inspiring. And, you know, seeing that other people have done things like other people's stories 
are really helpful to see like, oh, they've overcome things or um, really tapped into like their passions and just seeing like, oh, like look how much that lights them up. I always feel like that's inspiring. Um, yeah, I think that's most of it, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, who are some of your heroes? Uh, I mean, there are people that I just admire because they have really like tapped in to like their truth. Like they're, they somehow just like have figured out their way to say their, the, their things that like, what they're really Um, what they feel strongly about. So like Brene Brown and her research into, uh, and it's, it is knowing yourself, but also like following your heart and communication and all of that. Like, I love her mix of research and diving in to getting like the scientific answers, but also the very human side of using that in real life. And she appears to, you know, really walk the talk of it, like with the discovery she's made it, you know, it sounds like she really uses that in her life as well. So I guess she would be someone I really admire for that, that blend of everything and just comes across as really authentic. Yeah, for sure. What, what do you do for fun? Well, one of my favorite things when I have uh, the moments is like, I really love Gilmore Girls. And so I've connected in with some other fans and we have like an Instagram chat going and we always like share little things from the show. Uh, And then I've connected with other people who like write fan fiction. So even though it's a fictional show, it is something that like really, like my heart just like loves. And I like made actual connections from it. And so that's, you know, like when I have not, well, I make the time for that to happen and to keep nurturing those friendships. And then I read a ton. So I make, I definitely make space for that to happen most every night, either for fun or for research, because I always have a thirst for knowledge and just going down whatever rabbit hole of interest I have at the moment is like I love that <laughs> like yeah. getting a little nugget of something be like oh what you know hello google and you know, <laughs> just collecting things so one of my things right now is when I'm reading if I run across an interesting line or a phrase or just something that's like you know quirks my interest I'll write it down I don't know why I'm writing it down but it's on a, a collection that I just trust will serve me in the future but I don't put too much pressure on it. Like it just feels like the right thing to do. So I'm writing it down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And if you go back to it, you do. And if you don't, you don't. And that's okay. Right. Yeah. Um, what are some routines that have helped you to, I guess, like grow and like get, like make your life more of what, you want it to be well it has taken me a lot to admit to myself that I need far more structure and routine than I really care to admit because my dreamer fear free spirit optimistic heart is like no let's just see what flows in and it's like yeah you you it doesn't always work like that for you like So I am definitely learning that I thrive better when I have a bit more structure in my day, not to be to the point of being rigid, but like, I need like that loving squeeze (laughs) to like focus and get things done. And so that has come through. uh, Like I, one thing I am very consistent on is I have a four year walk streak. And so that has been it started out as something I just wanted to see if I could challenge myself. I wanted to show up strong for the end of the decade and really feel like, Oh, like, look what I did for myself. I'm starting the year strong and I'm then I'm going to like 
start the next year strong, like just have that sensation. And then I kept going and then COVID hit and it was like my lifeline to keep going. Cause like, cause it, it's really helpful to be out in nature and just feel like you can breathe and like see nature and like literally change your perspective. And so that's how it started. And then four years later, I'm still going and it's just a minimum daily promise that I keep to myself that I will take a 15 minute walk every day and then close the rings on my Apple watch in whatever other way I can make happen. And it's been a real key to like one, giving me confidence to show to as concrete evidence that I am showing up for myself every day. And it's like protected space that I know I have at least that time every day to like step away (laughs) from, from all the things. And it's not always that an ideal time. Sometimes I am out walking in the dark. Like, um, sometimes it's just the walk, like I am here. Like that, that is all I can do is just, I am here that I'm walking. And other times it feels so light and amazing ideas come and like the, the world's problems all get solved in my head. Um, So just knowing I have that space for myself is a routine that has served me really well. And I recommend it, you know, for everyone, like what is some small piece that you can carve out for yourself every day and make it like a minimum threshold that you can meet every day and having that consistency build up will just make you feel so much better that like even the biggest goals are conquerable if you're just showing up a little bit each day yeah definitely uh that's awesome that you've made it to four years (laughs) um yeah definitely I feel like um people just have to remember just to start small and just start with like one one thing you know yeah also yeah the 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 walks in COVID like I feel like helped a lot of people to deal with what was happening because yeah out we had like we everyone wanted to go out so outdoors because it's like the only thing we could do (laughs) (laughs) and there's something like when you're moving your body like you it's sort of meditative because you're just moving and then that frees your mind up to wander it's the same thing like when you're taking a shower or washing the dishes like just those automatic movements kind of kick in and then your mind can process things and but when you're outside like the world doesn't feel so close you can really see like the lay of the land and like get back a little bit more to like your primal instincts of like seeing the terrain and like i'm safe it's okay like uh just helps normalize or um regulate those feelings inside of you mm-hmm. yeah I, you know, I know for myself, um, I was never, I mean, like I played outside like as a kid and stuff like that, but like I grew up with like a single mom. And so we never really like went out, out to nature much, but when I, my, but my husband, when I got together with my husband, he loves camping and we would just like go out into nature all the time. And like how, what that does to like my body, like my body my nervous system like I feel like I feel it like we'll be sitting next to your creek and suddenly I'll just be like oh wow like I I needed that so much like I actually like feel calm you know because like I I tend to like just carry a lot of like nervous energy and anxiety in my body and like just to feel like I could like physically feel it like oh, like I needed to be out here, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Even if you're in a more urban environment, there's still like signs of nature. Like you'll still see birds or grass or a tree. Like, yeah, if you can really step away, even 
better, but like, don't let that stop you from just getting outside and breathing and moving, you know, in a gentle, gentle way. Um, my walk streak did start with a little bit more of an efforting. Cause I was like, no, 30 days I'm going, you know, I'm going to really hit the, the movement and, you know, close my fitness rings. And then like, I realized I couldn't sustain that. So it was a good, like, kickstart to like focus on the habit but then now it's like my goal is to sustain the habit and mm-hmm. something is better than nothing so like yes the camping trips are amazing like keep doing those but every day you could still like get in nature or just standing at the window in the morning and just like look out at the sky and just see like how far can you see like notice that like sunlight is reaching your eyes and let that like regulate your body and your nervous system. So uh, there's a lot of magic behind all of it. And if you can connect with like that greater vision of like the world is way bigger than our laptop screens and like the immediate world around us, it just opens us up so much more to notice things beyond our like immediate vicinity. Mm-hmm. definitely yeah I mean yeah the the world is amazing <laughs> uh what's your favorite season uh, well I love summer because it, you know it's hot and fun and just I'm like a lizard in the sunshine like I love that uh, but I actually have I think the most fun in the winter because I think two degrees because most people don't love it and like they're cuddled up inside more. So when I do venture outside and I'm like, you know, sledding with the kids or going on my walk and I'm bundled up, like makes me feel a little bit more of like a badass because like most people aren't doing the thing. Right. So mm-hmm. it may not be the most comfortable season always, but I think the most magic reveals itself in those moments because everything else is so much quieter, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's a season of restoration and coming back into ourselves. So like when you do get to be outside and like you really feel that sun on you because the contrast from like your cold breath and the sun on your face is so like different that uh, you just can't help but be more amazed by the things in winter. For sure. Um, what are some things that bring you pure joy? Uh, um, I mean, pure joy, like, like a really good laugh about something, especially when it's like, like I already said, like dad jokes crack me up. But like, I love words and wordplay. So like when something like can just like hit that funny bone of like, oh, you know, like surprise and delight, like that just like lights me up. Um, really getting to like sing my heart out to like a favorite song and like, you know, pull out dance moves. Like there are times on my walk or my, when I do run on occasion, uh, like moving my body in a way that like to the music, then like people that do see me when I'm in that mode, like just, I just feel so light and in tune with like my spirit being so happy. Like, I don't know. That's kind of like that. Like those are things that just make me feel so much joy. And like, sometimes I don't even understand, like, I don't even know why it's this song or like the, just something about like a vibration or like the swell of it or like, and I, I just can't help but like, a little shimmy in my walk or <laughs> like uh, like those are the things that just give you like that highest level of like joy from like inside versus like joy from the head mm-hmm. yeah for sure um how do you define fun uh I think anything that just doesn't have a like a specific outcome tied to it. So like things done for curiosity's sake, 
um, just like, what if, like not worrying that like, to like not judge the outcome of it, but just like, what if I try this? What if we go down this road? What, what could be around this corner? Like, um, that is what's fun. And so understanding that like, I need a bit of structure in my life so that fun can appear and it like really has contrast to like the day to day. And it is best when like, I can just follow like those nudges that I feel like, Oh, like do this, try this. Like, um, it could be even trying a new food or just putting your, um, phone on shuffle and seeing what music kind of pops up. And then you're like, Oh, I haven't heard this song in forever. Like, like those are the fun things in life. And again, like that can turn into your daily. Yay. It's just like, Oh, like those little spontaneous moments that create a little spark for you. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I like to ask my guests, what their play personality is. So according to the, um, to Dr. Stuart Brown, who's with the Insti Institute of Play, um, there are eight play personalities. Uh, there's the Joker, the kinesthetic, competitor, director, storyteller, Artist, collector, and which one did I forget? Well, from what you said, I would say I'm a combination of the artistic collector storyteller. Because like I said earlier, like I love rabbit holes, like whatever sparks my interest of like, ooh what what is that like I love to like scurry down that like collect bits of information and then see how I can combine that with other things that I know or like connecting disparate ideas together and like come up with a whole other thing and then like share that like the storytelling part because um, then I get so excited about like the discoveries that I had and the aha moments that like, oh, did you like know this and this? And then that is like this. And like, so without knowing more of the archetypes, I would say that is like how I would use them. Nice. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's a, a great, like seeing how they like connect and yeah, nice. Cool. Yeah. I wish I could, why, like, I, I think it's because it's been a while since I've, um, done an interview so like I was just like like just going into it like I normally do and I'm like I haven't recounted what these are for. <laughs> so like the one the one I'm just like I don't remember what it is oh <laughs> uh, yeah oh explorer Ooh, then I'd have to throw explorer into like where does that take me now that I know all these things yeah <laughs> yeah all right um when you were when you were a kid what what did you think you wanted to your life would be like when you grew up I guess I never put a lot of thought into like like what it would look like like everyone always asks like what do you want to be when you grow up and so be like the last one I remember before I like chose what I was going to be um was like a genetic biologist like getting into genetics and how like we are what we are mm -hmm. and then I took chemistry and biology and realized <laughs> that I that was not the place for me to excel in my um, intelligence. Uh, but I'm still very curious about those things. And I think it threaded, it was on the right track of like, I'm very curious about people and how we operate and how we can like 
and how the way we are type thing. But it just wasn't through the scientific genetic way. It's more like the, the inherent, you know, softer, maybe soul side of who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know for myself, like, science is like interesting to me, but I would wouldn't want to be in the scientific field. <laughs> yes, I love it. Once you have done it, let me read it. But actually doing the, the chemistry of it, like, I, I did not excel in that part of the school. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite animal? Oh, and we just got an, a new puppy. So I have never really been like a dog person, but over the course of doing my walks, like I found myself like saying hello to all of the dogs that I would see. And like, of course to the humans too, but like, I really found myself being drawn to the animals that I would see. Like you don't walk many other animals besides dogs, but so now that we have one, I mean, I've turned into one of those people that truly loves their dog. Um, but then also from like a symbolic way, like I've run across like snakes when I walk and I'll pick them up and just kind of be fascinated of how like they can wiggle and shift and like move to get through things and they like shed their skin and like they they're still the same but they're different because they have a their skin has changed so I don't know I I find a lot of uh, symbolism in nature and just like storytelling that you can get from those kinds of things yeah snakes are hard to catch you must be fast (laughs) yeah when they're sunning themselves like on the path it it's a little bit easier, but okay. Yeah. Around here, we just have like, cause I, I'm like in the Seattle area. We only have like these tiny little garter snakes and like, they're so hard to find. Like you'll just like kind of see one a little bit and then they'll like be gone. And you're just like, ah, where'd you go? Like, they're so hard to catch. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think part of it is they might be connected like as my spirit animal. Cause like I do see them and I don't, have like the hardest time catching them like so I don't know what that says about me but (laughs) (laughs) are you more of a beach or mountain person I love both but for different reasons so like just the beach because it usually means it's like hot and just I can be my lizard type self just soaking that up and Um, like we always took beach vacations growing up. So I think that just kind of connects to that, like that true sense of vacation in my mind. Like that's what that is, but getting into the mountains and just like the awe of how huge this land can be is like also very powerful and being surrounded. Like if you're in a forest, like with that much, those the trees and just like the that tingle of nature around you like I guess that's what feels like the most restorative to like my soul part but then the beach is more restorative to like my mind and body (laughs) Mm -hmm. well yeah there's something like about the waves that are like also that's like it's like meditative you know kind of also yeah yeah and like looking for shells like just I don't like that's the discoverer explorer collector mm-hmm. part of me yeah what's the best uh trip you've ever taken uh I think the most like profound type one in a way was um, when I went to Charleston South Carolina by myself as an adult you know when, once I had kids for a business conference and it was just powerful because like one it symbolized that like yes I'm doing this business thing so it was like a new identity uh it was an area that just has a lot of like 
mystery to it. Like, you know, they, they say there's some like ghosts and stuff there because it's, there's so much history. So like a little bit of that, um, I went and did like a candle workshop at one of my favorite candle stores. So like I got to like do a lot of things like for me there. And even though it was winter, like I went and sat on the beach and just was like, like I'm here. Um, and then got to be in this conference with like all these mostly women who are like all had the same goal that I was believing in of like, we're like, we have a business, we're going to change the world. Like that felt so good. And like really added a lot of like, like I can do this belief to myself. So I'd say that was like the most profound trip, even though it wasn't like the most spectacular type trip that, you know, I've ever been on, but just the one that was maybe made the most impact. Mm-hmm. Definitely. When's the last time you laughed so hard that it hurt? Uh, far too long. <laughs> always. Like, oh, always. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do tell a lot of like dad jokes around here. And my husband loves to look up, you know, funny things on uh, Instagram or TikTok. So like, you know, he'll, he'll pull me into a couple. So I don't just, I love having those like inside jokes that like, oh, we watch something and then like, it happens like in real life or like you reference it. And then that just makes you like laugh because you're remembering that other shared moment. So I guess I have a lot of those like little warm type chuckles, but not like dying and peeing my pants, but that maybe should be my goal. (laughs) Yeah. We all, we all need more, uh, pant wedding, uh, laughs for sure. (laughs) Oh, I remember we watched this one comedian, um, Shang Wen, Shang, Shang Wang Hmm. on a Netflix special. And he has a new one coming out hopefully soon. Um, his video, his, um, performance on that, that had us crying until we were laughing, like, or laughing until we were crying, like, he had some very interesting observational comedy that just, that was, that was really funny. It's again, it's been far too long since we've laughed like that, but that was definitely one <laughs> that's like dying. Like it was so good. What's something that makes you feel luxurious? Oh, when I have alone time when no one needs me including the dog like just that I have like full autonomy of the moment that is what feels like so luxurious that's the introvert part of me the like when I really feel like I can let all of my guards down and like restore myself is just knowing that like I, I don't have to feel like I have to protect myself or my energy or my time for this little bit, because as a mom with young kids who's at home with them all the time, um, it, those moments are very far between. So that's often why I end up like sleep sabotaging myself because I stay up too late because that's when everyone else is asleep and no one needs me so it is a really tough balance to know like I I need this time but I also need my sleep so um, that's always a good indicator for me of like of noticing like if I'm sleep sabotaging too much like where where can I like get it other times in the day so I'm not needing to refuel so deeply (laughs) to to the sacrifice of my own sleep mm-hmm. um, too much for sure how old are your kids now they are seven and nine okay and we do a hybrid homeschool so they're they're at school two days a week so that's when I try to fit in my whole life yeah yeah for sure well at least they're getting a little older it's not like you have like a a three-year-old 
anymore, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Like, and like recognizing their, their needs have changed in that, like, like, oh, like we can change how we do things because they are older. And mm-hmm. so it's like, like time moves so fast and slow that like you can miss that you've actually made like a big leap in like abilities or ways of doing things mm-hmm. because it's just how you used to do things that you're like, oh, I, yes. Like you were old enough that like, I can leave you inside. I can go outside and like weed the garden or like, I don't have to have eyes on you all the time, but yeah, yeah, you don't fully notice that or like realize like, well, what's a growth edge that they could do? Like they can help more with things too. Right. And like, so yes, they're older, but you know, sometimes we still get stuck in those old ways because you didn't pause long enough to think of like what you need now. Yeah. For sure. And like, yeah, doing, doing the effort to teach them how to do this thing for themselves or, you know, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you're old enough to like help out and do these things. Like, and if I don't teach them to you or empower you to, mm-hmm. well, then you're not going to do it. It's not your fault that, cause you don't know you're so little, but it's like, oh yeah, you can, you can do more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's my job to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I should teach you how to do that. Yeah. Like I'm the grown up here. I forgot. Okay. Yeah, completely. Well, thank you so much for being on. Where can the audience find you? Uh, I consistently show up in my newsletter, and you can sign up for that at fireflyscout.com. I also will show up on social, on LinkedIn and Instagram also at Firefly Scout. And if you want to download your own template for to capture your daily yays, you can find that on my website. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on and I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes, you too. Enjoy the, the ups and downs that come with being completely out of routine, yet also appreciative that you get to spend time with family. Yeah, for sure. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye.